How did it get so late so soon? Dr. Seuss. What's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. For today, I figured we would cover the topic of making the most of this last month of the year because it is actually kind of shaking me, the fact that it is already December. I swear, I kid you not, we started this Coffee Talk podcast all the way back in April. Like that feels like it was yesterday that we were saying like, hello, and like the first clash of thunder, the first pitter patter of rain. And I mean, now somehow here we are counting down the days till Christmas and literally left with one month of 2018. So I don't know about you guys, but I've talked about this before. I believe I even brought it up in last week's episode, but I tend to be prone to a bit of, I wouldn't say like, yeah, maybe seasonal. I don't want to say seasonal depression, but I want to be like seasonal moodiness, you know, like I think it definitely used to manifest itself into my life as seasonal depression in earlier years. But this year, it's not feeling so much like a seasonal depression. This year is just kind of feeling like a seasonal relaxing, you know, I actually watched this guy on YouTube. I've been watching him for a while. His name is Ralph and his YouTube is Infinite Waters. And he's just such a cool dude. I highly recommend you guys check him out. He's very spiritually woke. And I remember one of his actual episodes that I was watching one time or one of his videos that I was watching one time, he was actually talking about depression in it. And the way that he described depression, it was the first time I had ever heard it described this way, but he said it was deep rest. And that's why it's called depressed, right? You're in a deep sense of rest. And it was the first time, and I remember at that time in my life that I had been watching this video, I was kind of going through my own weird phase of just feeling a little heavier than usual. And him describing it as deep rest was so refreshing to me because in a lot of ways, I feel like whether you get seasonal depression or whether you've battled with depression before in your life or you battle it on a regular basis, a lot of the times it really truly is a deep sense of rest. It's almost like our souls need to take a rest. They're just, they're tired out. They're needing some space to just kind of be and breathe. And that's kind of the way that I try and look at, especially when I'm going through phases of feeling a little bit more weighted or heavy. And again, like I mentioned, that tends to happen around the fall winter months because they're darker. Okay, so I just looked this up so that I didn't get this wrong, but the importance of sunlight is it elevates our mood basically because the sun works through a number of receptors in the brain to affect our mental status and our overall alertness. Getting sunlight helps boost the serotonin in our body. It actually helps improve our sleep. It's been proven as well that even just the time of day that you're getting the sunlight on your skin, it helps your body better to recognize what time of day or like where you're kind of at at the spectrum of your day, which helps get you back onto a better routine with sleeping and such. Like if you think about it way back in the day, our ancestors would have used sunlight to decide okay, now it's time to get up. Now it's time to go to bed. Like there were no such thing as clocks. There were no such thing as like alarms or due dates or to do's or things like that. We literally went to sleep. We woke up, we hung out in a community, we hunted, we gathered and we survived, right? So when you speed all the way forward to us today and our lives and our sense of survival is so different from our ancestors now, we don't necessarily need to get 
get up and even get outside, as messed up as that sounds. Now, I personally believe that it is important to get outside every day. I think it's important to leave your house every day, something that I'm challenging myself actually to do right now. Because I work from home, I'm constantly like, okay, I need to get out at least for one hour every single day or else I know I'm going to go crazy. But that lack of sunlight, that lack of sunshine, I mean, it all feeds into this sense of a bit more... I guess rest in the winter time, but I am trying or choosing to look at it as like coziness in the winter time, right? Wow. Anyway, I feel like I totally deviated off topic here, but long story short, December can sometimes be a hard month. I know that it also can be a really happy and a really good month. We've got the holidays, we've got Christmas, but we also know that we're about to enter into the pit of winter, at least for those of you guys that are North American, like myself, or in the Northern Hemisphere of the Earth. We know that, okay, it's December. We are not seeing leaves on trees or warm sunshine that I can take my coat off in at least until late April. So that in itself instantly, our bodies know this, right? But then throw on top of that, that, you know, sometimes even the holidays can be a little bit stressful. Whether you have a broken family or not, the holidays aren't always just watching Elf baking cookies and feeling holly jolly while taking cute pictures of your coffee and your PJs by your Christmas tree. The holidays can also tend to bring to the surface a lot of, you know, family issues or maybe like dependency issues. Like it has been proven that the holidays is actually when battles with things like mental health or stress levels, it all tends to spike at this time of year, especially if you're listening to this and you're single or you're listening to this and your family situation has changed over the years. I mean, Christmas used to be one of my favorite times of year and I'm not saying it isn't anymore. I still freaking love Christmas, but The thought of going home for Christmas isn't as exciting as it once was. I never really went home for Christmas at a time that it felt exciting. When I was a kid, excitement was so easy for me when it came to Christmas, but after grade 12, when my family kind of split up and my papa passed away, Christmas, as much as I love being around my family and we all make so many just amazing memories every single year, it just kind of lost a little bit of that sense of magic, you know? And I don't want to take away from the magic that's there. It's still there. It's just a new kind of magic and it's a different kind of magic. And I've learned to kind of take that and make the most out of it and just be grateful for the fact that, you know, my family is still here and that they're alive and they're happy and they're healthy. But it doesn't take away from the fact that it's also okay to admit that sometimes the holidays can leave us feeling a little bit, what's the perfect word? I'm trying to think of the perfect word I can think of right now. I don't want to say lonely or sad because I feel like that's just too lonely and sad, but it it can just make us feel a little icky, I guess. So, I mean, this year I am single over the holidays, hello, and I am also going home for Christmas, which is nice, but again, even this year is different because my dad's not going to be around for Christmas. He's going to go to his fiance's side of the family and go up basically a couple hours away, which is totally cool, but it's just like another layer of just something different this year. And while that is totally fine and totally normal, you know, I also feel like just in comparison and contrast to my holiday season last year to this year, I 
definitely wasn't like jumping leap and bounds for Christmas this year. I was jumping leap and bounds for the festive feeling for getting up into the holidays and watching Elf and putting up a Christmas tree. But in terms of Christmas Day itself, I was like, ah, yeah, it's there. It'll happen. That's cool, right? But I've also been lately trying to kind of challenge the thoughts that I have on a daily basis. And when that one started coming up more often than not, I started to question, okay, if that's what I'm basically accepting, that I'm just going to accept that this month is just like a ugh month. It's just like a, okay, cool. I'll make a couple cookies. I'll go to Christmas and that'll just kind of be it. Instead, I was like, I wonder if there's any way I can take the fact that I know I get a bit of like this seasonal, not depression, but this seasonal deep rest mood, right? Um, And I also get this seasonal weirdness about the holidays, I guess. And just also knowing that I'm about to enter into winter. Like I'm not looking up and seeing bathing suit weather outside my door anytime soon. So I felt like, okay, maybe I can challenge myself this year to try and make December the best December I've ever had. Even that is shooting a little bit too grand. Why don't I just try and make it a good December? Why don't I try and make the best out of the last month of 2018? Now, we've been talking a lot lately. I feel like with all of the videos that went up in Newtober and then I have been posting to my blog again, which if you guys didn't see that, my website is just kaylanicholson.com so you guys can read my blog now. It's back up and running. Videos have been coming back. So we've been on the ball with keeping up with each other, I feel like. Honestly, I think that you guys probably have figured it out by now, but I have been going through so many like life epiphanies and just self-discoveries. And I think that seeing as you know that, you might also know that towards the end of fall, I kind of felt my feet stumbling into this weird pit and I wasn't really sure what it was and what it was going to turn into, but I could just feel it kind of happening. And part of me in denial, but also part of me kind of curious about it. And I took that curiosity, looked further into it and decided that I kind of wanted to stop myself before I let this pit dig any deeper. And that's why tying back to the whole seasonal depression thing, I hope I'm not offending anybody that gets seasonal depression when I call it deep rest, but that is just what I call it for myself because I've decided that I don't want to label it. You know, I don't want to attach too much to being like, oh, it's the winter time. This is about the time of year that I start to get really weird and heavy. Instead, I'm like, you know what? This is the time of year that I get really cozy and like hang out indoors and like just basically rein it in back to the basics, get around my core group of people, my core group of friends, maybe download a couple video games and hang out with my dog. Like, yeah, why is that a bad thing? Why would I say that doing those things mean I'm depressed? Maybe I just need to enter a mode of deep rest. And using that mindset, especially coming into December, I feel like I completely filled back in this pit I was starting to dig for myself. And I've kind of been inspired to just make December count. So first things first, okay. (laughs) I DM'd this to my sister this morning and that's why I'm throwing it into this podcast because I actually, you know when sometimes, okay, this is super embarrassing to admit, but you know when sometimes you say something or like you type something out to a friend and then you send it and then you read it back to yourself and you kind of have a little chuckle and you're like, damn, that was kind of funny. Like you just, I don't know. Okay. Super lame to admit that. But honestly, I wrote to my sister today 
that I booked myself a trip last night. I booked a trip, the first trip that is officially in the books for me for 2019. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it ended up happening last night of all nights. It's a trip that I have been talking about or been dreaming about, I guess, for a very, very long time. Ever since I was a little kid, the number one thing I was always so mesmerized by, and it's weird because I'm also a winter baby and we're talking a lot about winter in this podcast, but I was always so mesmerized by the idea of the Northern Lights. And it's always been the number one freaking thing on my bucket list for as long as I can, like ever since I think I've had a bucket list, Northern Lights has always been just top notch, number one spot, never moved, right? So last night, I don't know what came over me. I was kind of gisting, I was getting everything ready and on all the things I would need to do for the week and just getting myself organized, throwing on laundry, tucked myself into bed and was working on some things and then shut my laptop off for the night and laid there and I could not fall asleep for the life of me last night because it was one of those nights that I, I don't know, I was really excited for this Monday. I was really excited for this week. I'm excited for all the things I'm working on. And when that happens, there's like two different sides to my insomnia. There's insomnia because I'm so stressed. And then there's also insomnia because I get so freaking excited to do things that I'm like, I don't want to sleep. I just want to go do them now. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm kind of restless and I'm having all of these just like dreamy mindsets of things that I kind of wanted to do for the winter time and just how I want to make this month count and how excited I am for the new year. And I got thinking about the Northern Lights thing and how in 2019, I'm turning 25, okay? That blows my mind. Like 25, I don't know why to me, that just sounds like such an adult number that I was like, I wanna do something big this year. I just feel like that's the mood. I don't really have an explanation. I just wanna do something big. So one thing is Larissa and I were talking about throwing just like a cool little like themed birthday party. But then aside from that, I decided I also wanted to hit something off of my bucket list. and. I don't know what came over me last night, but go big or go home just crossed my mind. And I was like, I wonder how much flights are to Iceland. So I started looking them up. Well, I booked the trip and I was telling it to my sister. And as I was typing it out to her, I was like, honestly, dude, I don't know why I have to justify this right now, justify that I booked myself a trip. But all I know is that I've got three weddings on the horizon in the new year. I've got the holidays. I've got my birthday. And I am very, very content with all of the things that I'm looking forward to and all the things I'm excited for. But I'm also very aware, especially this year, as opposed to the contrast of last year, how single I am around the holidays. And instead of kind of focusing on that, I've decided that I want to date my bucket list and my bank account. My actual words verbatim to my sister. I want to date my bucket list and my bank account. And I chuckled and then thought to myself, wow, that's actually my mood right now. Like, yes. <laughs> I know that that might not be the most modest thing to admit and know that when I say things like that, there's a big sarcastic, weird, witty kind of side to me that I sometimes don't show online because I'm so afraid that I'm going to offend people. Like I have a little bit of a sassy sense of humor, I guess. And so sometimes I'm afraid when I show my sassiness that people are going to take me seriously. Um, I'm not actually going to date my bucket list in my bank account, but saying it that way makes me feel so freaking powerful that I'm like, that's going to be the motto I use. Of course, I think that dating a bank account and dating just like hitting all of these crazy, just drastic things off your bucket list isn't necessarily the healthiest thing to do in your life. I think that love is important. Relationships are important. People are important. And also just living your life without feeling like you constantly need to like check things off of some bucket list is also 
totally cool. That said, for me right now, I'm in this mood of bucket list and bank account. Like, let's make dollar signs. Let's check some cool things off of our list of life. And while we're doing that, let's just hope that the universe is cooking us up some good stuff that's going to come our way in the new year, right? Basically taking control over what I have control over and leaving faith to the rest. And it is from that that I literally, in a lot of ways, manifested or created this experience that I'm officially having already in 2019. Like it is already done. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm going to Iceland and seeing the Northern Lights in 2019 when I'm 25. And the thought of that gives me goosebumps because, okay, I also just finished reading the book called Girl, Wash Your Face. I highly recommend it. That also just reminded me I need to make a note to myself to update my Goodreads. But I just finished it. So I'm feeling super motivated and inspired. And that's another big pillar of to why I've been just so just like go after my goals and kind of tackle my fears lately. But one of the things that she talks about in one of the last chapters is being your own hero and her realizing like in this life epiphany moment that she was accomplishing something that she had basically shown up for herself for and just created for herself by just doing it, like not talking about it, but just doing it. And that to me always feels like anytime I check something off a bucket list, every time I do something that I know or I fear I'm not going to be able to do, or for some reason I feel afraid to do it, I get that sense of, oh my God, I was just kind of a superhero to myself. And (laughs) that's a totally cool thing to feel for yourself, by the way. If you've ever felt that before, don't feel any shame in that. I think that that's pretty damn cool when you get to accomplish something or you work really hard for something and you get to do it. You get to say that you knocked off, you know, the number one thing at your bucket list or that you accomplish that goal. And I think that those moments are really cool because they make us feel competent. They make us feel like, wow, I did this for me. I said I was going to do this and I'm doing it and I'm terrified and nobody can see that I'm low key, like crap in my pants. I'm so scared right now, but it's cool because I'm my own superhero and I just showed up and I'm going to do it. And I feel like that's such a good mentality and mindset to be your own superhero or I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago where it was like be your own best friend be your own boyfriend again guys I'm also just so mad living today's podcast episode so I hope you guys don't mind that I'm just rolling and dipping into all of these different just conversations or whatever but just the other morning when I was at the gym I was listening to kind of slower R&B so that I could hit my reps a little slower and what song was it it was it was sure thing by Miguel okay listen to that song. It's iconic. But also I was listening to that song while I was doing my little weighted ankle donkey kicks. And one of the lines or lyrics in that song, again, kind of gave me this weird epiphany that I turned it into this motto I was kind of carrying around with me for the last few days where he's like, and I mean, he's obviously talking to the girl in the song, but I took it as like, I want to use that motto as me to myself, where he's like, I want to love you like a mother, treat you like a friend, respect you like a lover. And I feel like that is super cheesy, but also when you picture Miguel singing it in your head, it's actually just like super smooth, you know? And it's so important because I think that that is a really cool way to look at the relationship that we have with ourselves, that we love ourselves the way that a mother would love a child, like love yourself and care for yourself and have that compassion for yourself. Treat you like a friend in the sense of like when you're down or all of the things are coming at you and life's kind of telling you to feel like crap about yourself or things are going wrong in your life, Normally, if that was happening to a friend, you would show up and be their shoulder to cry on. You would be their cheerleader. You would be their confidant. So to turn around and do that for yourself and be your own friend is also so important, right? Like you wouldn't tell your friend that she looks fat in her jeans. You would tell her your friend that she looks fab in her jeans. So 
doing that for yourself is also so important. And then lastly, respecting yourself like a lover. That to me means like, I want to show myself the same kind of respect that I'm expecting from the future person that I will end up being with. So that also includes the respect that I have for myself with any guy that might be a chapter in my life before my future husband. So in that sense, giving myself the respect that I'm expecting from that person, I also know now that whenever I am in situations where there might be guys around or, you know, when temptations come trickling in from your ex or whatever it is, you're not going to disrespect yourself by basically demeaning yourself or losing your sense of, how do I want to breach? I I feel like I really want to breach this topic the right way, the whole respect yourself like a lover. But Basically, what I'm trying to say here is, is to not bring down your worth in the sense of to love yourself or see yourself as worthy of love as the person that you're going to marry one day will see you. There. That's the way I was trying to explain that. Anyway, I feel like we've dipped into so many different pools that... I'm going to collect myself for a hot minute and leave you guys with a message from the sponsors that brought you guys to today's Coffee Talk podcast episode. Some smiles are wide and full of warmth, some smiles reach all the way up to the eyes, and some smiles are so bright that they fill up the entire room. But every smile tells a story about the gift, about you, and about the ones that you love. That's why I shop at James Avery Artisan Jewelry. Gifts from James Avery can help tell your story, one that you and your loved one will remember for years to come. I'll see my sister when she opens up that coral box, and we'll both remember that moment every time she puts it on. This Christmas, that's the kind of smiles that I'm looking forward to, and I know that she is too. James Avery Artisan Jewelry can be found in their shops, in many Dillard stores, and online at jamesavery.com. So with bringing it back to it being the last month of 2018, I'm wanting to just make the most out of it, especially because 2018 was such an incredible year. I just feel like I want to at least try or direct my focus and my energy in trying to make the most out of the last chapter that there is of 2018, right? Like, this is it, guys. After this month, this year will officially be written in history, and everything we do from here to the end, no pressure, but it sets the last and final tone of this whole chapter of our lives. I get really nostalgic about those things. I think very heavily and deeply into those things. And so, I don't know. I just, I really want to make the most out of what I have right now and take my lemons and make lemonade. Or, you know, the quote that we had for a while there, ditch the lemons and go grab a latte, that as well. But uh, you know what? Let's ditch the lemons and let's make hot chocolates, potentially spiked hot chocolates, because why not? It's the holidays. It's funny because that's kind of been my mood lately too, just not feeling like I need to, you know, necessarily make lemonade out of my lemons or ditch them for the latte that's going to spike my energy and put me into like energizer bunny mode. I feel like I'm in a happy little in-between of lemonade's a little too summery for me right now, a latte's a little too like go, go, go for me right now. I could settle for a nice warm, hot vegan chocolate and spike it with a little bit of that almond Bailey's if it's the weekend. Just slowing down my life and actually being able to chill out and hang out a little bit with myself, with my friends, even just with Bentley. Guys, if there is one thing, I'm going to be so, so honest with you guys right now. If there is one thing that has been really kind of weighing on my mind about this year, it is that, and I know, okay, mind you, the kid went on two incredible trips this year. He went to Arizona and he went to British Columbia. I'm not saying that, you know, he's got it bad. 
One thing that I do feel a little guilty about though this year is that I feel like I was in such a worker bee mode that there were so many afternoons or just so many like lunch breaks that I could have been taking where I could have been just even laying with Bentley or just running around with him a bit more and things like that. And I I do, I play with Bentley a lot, but it's so, I don't know, I just... I love him so much and I just want to hang out with him all the time and sometimes I just feel a little guilty when I see that he's just been kind of sleeping all day and when I haven't been able to play with him when I can tell that he wants my attention and I have a deadline or I have something to do and so I've even just been taking the time lately to hang out with Bentley a bit more and even just seeing how much it's raising like his overall vibrations like he seems more energetic I can tell he's so much more cuddly lately like just even that is making me feel happier. I guess what I'm trying to say is that my mood with trying to make the best out of this last month and make the best out of the holidays this year, despite what past Christmases or past winters may have defined themselves as in my mind before, I'm kind of challenging it and thinking like, okay, well, why don't I just enjoy what I actually have instead of focusing on what I don't? Why don't I enjoy what's here instead of what's changed? And how it's different from what it used to be like. And in doing so, I feel like I've just been like opening myself up and embracing a lot more of my life. And it's also given me so much more grace to slow down and just like absorb, I guess, what everything is. Even just me saying earlier that this is it, dudes. Like 2018 is over after this and we cannot change. I can't even believe that I just called you dudes, by the way. That just, part of me needs to just acknowledge how weird that kind of felt. But anyways... (laughs) This is it, like 2018 is gonna be done after this and allowing that grace of like, okay, it's totally fine to absorb and just be happy and like accept what your life looks like right now and try and make the most out of it rather than being like, okay, it's the end of the year, like great, like holidays, like rush, 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 go do all this crazy Christmas shopping, make this crazy Christmas wish list and instead just kind of slow down and instead of buying like all of these crazy gifts, like yes, I still need to go Christmas shopping, It's something that I have been procrastinating a little bit, I will not lie, but I also have been slowing down enough to actually hang out with the people that I'm going to be getting Christmas gifts for, or, you know, I don't know. I think I'm a little scatterbrained right now, but basically what I'm getting at is that slow down and enjoy your life. Use this month as like a chance to breathe. I feel like we've all done a lot this year. I mean, I'm taking a wild guess on that, but I'm going to assume anyone listening to this has accomplished at least three things this year that we can all be super happy or super proud of or just super grateful for. And so why not give ourselves the chance to take this month and instead of being like, okay, time to do, do, do and go, go, go and all of this just hectic energy. I mean, maybe that is the mood you're in, which by all means go for it. But for me, I think that it's just nice to kind of give myself the chance or give, allow ourselves the chance to take the month to relax and breathe and just make the most out of what's already happening for us, to stop feeling like we need to constantly drive this crazy effort into attaining and working and getting ready and prepping. And why don't we just coast into the new year, you know, just kind of smooth sail right into it to take some time to actually reflect on what's already happened this year. Like not just the good and the great, but as uncomfortable as it can be, face the not so good, the not so great, and the lessons that we can carry with us into the new year instead of carrying the residual pain or instead of carrying the guilt or instead of carrying the grudge, you know? Deal with it all now so that we actually can feel fresh and light going into the new year instead of feeling like all hyped up off caffeine and new year's resolution lists that are the size or the length of our arms. So 
for the new year, and we'll get into this because I'm actually going to be doing a two-part series with prepping for the new year, but one of the biggest things that I am trying to work on is to only kind of take one resolution into the new year. And by that, I mean I have goals and stuff, but and we'll get to that in just a minute, but I feel like lately I've just realized that if I have one sole focus, if I have one thing that I can bring it back to, it's a lot easier for me to feel more content and at peace with my life than when I have about 12 things that I'm trying to accomplish, right? If I can take a bit more of an overall mindset, then everything else will kind of fall into place, or at least I have faith that it will. And so I decided that I just want to pick one big area of my life, not 12 small ones, but one big area of who I am and work on that in the new year. For me, it's basically like a mixture of keeping my word and like following through. And so that doesn't just mean, okay, I have to follow through on everything that I say I'm going to do, even though that is what it means, but it also means saying no to things that I know I'm not going to be able to do. And that is where I tend to, you know, put myself through more suffering in life than I really need to because I'm a people pleaser and I hate to disappoint people. And I'm also very ambitious and I am very dreamy and I'm constantly thinking of all of these crazy fun ideas that I'm a little not as earthly when I'm trying to bring them down from the cloud of my, you know, idea form and into the earth of physical form because it's hard for me to establish how long that takes or how much energy for me that takes or how much, you know, collaboration or if I want to reach out and get help for those things. And so my big, big one, number one thing going into the new year, whether you want to call it a resolution or whatever, is to focus on my follow through. And that even includes my follow through with myself. That includes showing up for myself and following through on the goals and things that I am putting for myself. And that also means telling myself no, like telling myself that no, we're not going to try and hit all of these goals in the next 30 days. We're going to try and hit the top three. And saying no to me too is also really important. And the biggest thing that I have to work on, because ultimately when I'm comfortable with telling myself no, that makes it more comfortable with telling other people no, because that is how I know I'm in better alignment with myself. And then in terms of goals, like last year, I know I had a bunch of different goals going into the new year. So with that being like my main resolution, I've decided that why wait until the new year to start goals? Why wait until the new year to, you know, kind of just shine up my fitness routine a little bit or start ordering a bit more groceries and cooking at home or just increase my water or breathe more throughout the day. Just take a couple bit more deep breaths throughout the day. So that has been my mindset lately with December and moving into the new year that that's my main goal is the whole focus on the follow through and the goals themselves, you know, the resolutions that we all tend to set, like going to sleep earlier and cooking at home and no more takeout and this and this and that. I'm just trying to practice those on more of a day-to-day, moment-by-moment basis instead of telling myself, come January 1st, I'm just going to be this brand new person. We kind of talked about this in last week's episode with Stop Waiting, where I don't want to wait for my life. I don't want to wait till 2019. I just want to start focusing on the things that I want to focus on. If there's this person who I know I can become and I know that I'm striving towards being, I also know that I am already a version of her. And so why not kind of follow through with the things that I know that my best sense of self would do. And with doing that, that is how we slowly become better individuals. And that's how we also slowly build our our lives into our dreams or our dreams into our lives or those two things become the same thing because we stop kind of waiting and we stop putting all this crazy pressure and effort and we just take each moment for what it is, relax into it, 
and do the right thing. I want to be the person that I want to be. And I want to honor 2018. But I also want to have fun with trying to kind of top 2018 and 2019 by just the only way 2019 can be better than 2018 is if I accomplish or do more. Like it can't be some outside thing that I have to attain. I've decided that this year I want to make 2019 better than 2018 by actually relaxing and easing into my life. And I think with doing that, it won't matter necessarily how many crazy things I check off a bucket list, whether I'm checking things off a bucket list or not, whether I am going through a harder time or I'm not, I think that it'll make it easier for me to feel more connected to my life. And in that I'll automatically know that 2019 will beat out 2018 because that focusing on the follow through and actually being consciously aware of the things that I'm accepting and saying yes to and the things that I'm saying not right now to, then I think it'll open up a lot more space for me to be me and to just be and to hang out with my dog, like I said, and be around the people that I love and do the things that I love and just be better connected without this crazy, insistent go, 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 accomplish, 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 or I'm not complete yet. Getting back to the basics, and I feel like if I haven't said it already, which I know I already have, winter is such a perfect time for this. Like I said, I started this whole podcast episode with kind of letting you guys in on how I've been looking at my seasonal depression lately as more of a seasonal deep rest, and instead of kind of succumbing to the idea that even if I'm not fully depressed, it's definitely not as heavy as it used to be. That deeper sense of rest that comes at this time of year, this has been what it's opened me up to. This whole podcast episode came from that deeper sense of rest, came from feeling like it's okay to just relax into life a little bit. I know that every time we open our phones, we are constantly scrolling through people that are doing just amazing and incredible things, but I'm telling you right now, you're not falling in love with this image of a beach and a beautiful couple and, you know, the bathing suit that she's wearing. You're falling in love with the idea of an image that shows someone loving their life. And a lot of the times <laughs> when we scroll through Instagram, when we scroll through social media, it's a false illusion of somebody loving their lives. And I don't say that in any sense of bitterness at all. I think that there also is a lot of people out there living amazing, incredible lives. And if you feel drawn to those lives, then start creating it for yourself. But know that while you're working towards creating the life that reflects easily in images of how happy and how in love you are, that you are also allowed to be happy and in love with your life right now exactly as it is. That loving your dog and playing video games and hanging out with your friends and your family and just being you on a day-to-day -day basis without feeling like you need to accomplish anything grand or feeling like you need to chase after something for the new year, just know that that is also totally okay. We're going to spend our whole lifetimes living our lives, but I don't think we spend nearly as much time loving our lives. So I think if we focus there, then the living and the doing and everything else will tend to kind of figure out itself. So there you guys have it. That is my Coffee Talk podcast starting into December. I cannot believe we've been doing this now. Okay, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. This is the ninth month of Coffee Talk podcasts. We've been chilling for a long time, guys. I'm so happy that you guys are still here and still listening. And I hope that my little how to make December count for me maybe inspired you a little bit. And if it did, then definitely be sure to let me know. 
And aside from that, I'll talk to all of you guys in next week's episode. Bye, guys. Thank you.